0: Welcome to this episode again.
1: Thank you. Enjoy being here.
0: Yeah, welcome. So uh, on this episode of Speak Project Management Podcast, I'll be speaking with Dave Davis about the learning opportunities of the new PMP exam outline and the seventh edition of the Project Management Body of Knowledge Guide, which is commonly referred to as the PMBOK Guide. For existing project management professionals, PMPs, and also those that are yet to be certified. It's really great to have you join me again, Dave. Thank you for having me. Yeah. So, and as you know, um, continuous learning is part of the responsibilities of a project professional. So, Project Management Institute has continuously updated the Project Management Body of Knowledge Guide over the years to include the trends in the profession. So this most recent application of the PEMBO guide uh, is divided into three main sections uh, the project performance domains tailoring and then models methods and artifacts so it's a shift from from a process based standard to one based on principles right correct yeah cool cool so um, I, I would love you to share what what need or needs that you think addresses those learning opportunities, you know, from the PIMBA guide, the new edition.
1: Okay, well, actually, it's not just the PIMBA guide. There's there's several things going on here, including the exam content, and et cetera. So, we'll kind of touch on all those different things. Mm-hmm. Um, PIMBA guide, you said, the the big thing is pushing moving away from a process, activity, input, tools, techniques, output model,
0: right. To, yeah.
1: Two big models. One is principles of how we um, approach professionally managing projects. And there's 12 principles. I'm not going to read them for you line by line here. But some of them are extremely important. We've had them for years. Some of them have been in our ethics guides for years. But now we're saying them outright. That you know, part of the responsibility of a good project management is, for example, being a good steward of the resources that have been given to you.
0: So that's one
1: part. I'll I'll come back to these a little bit later. I'll say the second major piece is the installation of eight performing domains. And that these performance domains are actually workflows and processes that interact with each other throughout the life cycle of the project. We've kind of gotten away from silos of 10 knowledge areas to much more integrated. And one of the other ones, and again, we'll come back to this probably a little bit later, has to do with deciding your delivery approach. And that's where we've really gotten away from a waterfall versus an agile approach that we're professionals delivering value, which again, that's back to one of our principles, to our stakeholders. And agile may be the best approach. More of a pure predictive slash waterfall or most likely a hybrid which is a mixture of several of the ideas of those integrated throughout the delivery life cycle. Mm-hmm. The, the next piece that's important is again with with some of the methods and some of the other, part, but the whole idea of standards plus and that is bringing a digital experience which is quite frankly it's a query into a huge knowledge base of resources that project management has. It's a combination. The old PIMBOX 6 with the knowledge areas I talked about before will be available still going forward through standards plus. And it's going to still be potential fodder for some questions on the exam with some of the knowledge areas places. It has a variety of case studies uh, provided by project manager practitioners that you can query. And you can do it based on the media you're interested in. If you're a person that really likes videos, you can go in there and search just for specific knowledge topics that have videos to attach. If you're more of a offline reader, I'll say PDF file person, you can go in there and query for that type of information. And that's an ongoing knowledge base that is vetted to a group of volunteers and professionals to make sure that the content out there is good. Yeah. Were you talking about the
0: PMI? Yeah,
1: PMI Standards Plus. Oh, okay. Okay. Cool. Which I don't know if it's, it's probably not part of the pimbo guide, but I'm trying to expand beyond just the pimbo guide. The PMBOK guide is one, one piece of many pieces that have been ruled out by BMI.
0: Yeah, of course. I, I also went through it, yes. I, yeah. I saw it was structured. Yeah. <laughs> oh,
1: and the other piece within the pimbo guide, specifically that, that I think is important to, to mention, is the whole recognition of a product owner? And there's Appendix Four, which is focused on product ownership, which has been traditionally a scrum type yeah. role in which you refine a backlog of stories and based on value and shirt sizing and some other things. Mm-hmm.
0: Parities, you, yeah.
1: yeah. You select from that for in a scrum world for what yeah. would be your, you know, your iteration backlog and delivering accordingly. But this yeah. is recognizing that part of being a project professional may include some product ownership.
0: Mm-hmm. Right. And
1: so those things are happening in the pin guide then, if I shift gears a little bit to the PMP exam, and this is the part that I really think we need to bring existing PMPs. Yes, now so. up on. they've gone to three domains. Uh, it used to be a five workflow of five domains. I don't remember them 100%, but initiating, planning, monitoring, and monitoring control, and closing. You know. Yeah, those. But now they basically have people, performance domain. Process performance domain and business yeah, acumen, yeah, yeah, and it's what fifty percent process, forty-two percent people, and eight percent business. Yes, I yes. think that's what it is. I may maybe off on the people and process, You're but right. then with then within those, there's actually available to you online the PMP exam content outline, and it gives a real good overview of how questions or how the PMP exam is structured. And based on those three domains, they actually break out what they call task, which is a a term for something that a project management professional needs to know about. For example, there may be a task of build a world-class team. So that's a task. And then within that task, they have multiple enablers as they call them. Enablers are practices or things you can do to help build this world-class team. And then within there, there are tools, and deliverables. So a tool may be, to use an old PM term, a racy model where you define your responsibility, your accountable uh, consulting and informative. But how how can you use that tool within within the enabler of building a world-class team, which is the domain of people? So that flow is pretty good and it breaks out into a a pretty good hierarchy to be able to help you prepare for the exam and there's also within there there's some deliverables that are talked about for example project plan you know it's still based from the PMBOK Guide 6 where the project plan became a a large container for sub supplemental plans like there may be a communication plan, there may be a stakeholder engagement plan, there may be a risk mitigation plan. So all those things still apply but this ECO, as I like to use the acronym, exam content outline, provides that as a real good study guide for how to prepare for the PMP exam and I think that layout is something existing PMPs need to be familiar with because it folds into the standards, it folds into the performing domain, it folds into the principles, and there really is a um, much tighter relationship on the different pieces than there was in the past.
0: Mm, Right. Okay. I would say that I really love the way the the new Pemble Guide is structured. You know, it shows you how things are connected together, not like the process-based thing as before, you know?
1: I agree completely, and it looks more, I'll say, flow as opposed to silos. Yeah. So, how work flows at different areas, um, you know, it's it's a matrix. It's back to the concept of being three dimensional or geodesic. And one one of the performing domains is specifically related to reducing the cone of uncertainty. Right, But part of that may be within your planning. It may be part of your delivery methodology. Reducing uncertainty to me sort of talks spikes in an agile scrum environment. That could be one way. That could be one method of delivering. But the relationship is... Up and down and in and out between these different performance domains and that glue falls back on our principles and we'll do things ethically. One of the other principles has to do with value-driven delivery. We, we aren't going to produce things that aren't needed. We're going to be lean and reduce waste. Okay. Some of the others are being ethical. I mean that's one of our principles too. That, that yeah. we're going to be you know, responsible stewards, behave ethically, Treat each other with respect. Focus on value delivery. Mm
0: -hmm. Yeah, those are
1: those are those are kind of the nutshell of our principles.
0: Okay, okay. There's some questions some people are asking already, especially those preparing for the PMP exam. They they would be like, "Should I study for the seventh edition or the sixth edition?" You know, people are kind of, "What should I do?"
1: Okay. First of all, you base it on the exam content outline. You don't base it off with a version of PIMBOK guide you have. Clearly, the PIMBOK guide seven is too new to have a lot of questions from it within the exam.
0: Correct, yeah.
1: It's probably be focused more on the PIMBOK six. But it's getting away from the pin box altogether and just looking at the overall body of knowledge and how, as practitioners, we will use this body of knowledge as a reference point. In order to deliver on these tasks of things such as building world-class teams, yeah. reducing risk, you know, focusing on delivering value. So uh, my, my advice, Pinbox 6, you should know fairly well and it, as a PMI member. Right. That is all available as, at PMI.org as a PDF download as a uh, benefit of your membership. But PIMBOK Guide 6 is completely involved in the PMI Standards Plus. So you can actually go in there and say you have a specific question on risk mitigation. You know, is buying insurance from a mitigation strategy, is that transferring the risk or is it mitigating the risk? Well, you can go in there and look at insurance and the PIMBOK Standards and it will bring you Right back from the guide the positions on that, and it might even bring you to a white paper or something somebody has written to help you better understand it. So uh, as far as focusing on the guide, yeah, six is the one to deal with, but I recommend using the Standards Plus to be able to get a little bit more holistic view than what just a standard says in a paper or PDF file.
0: Okay, oh, that's cool. Would you like to talk about um, the opportunities that this Pemble Guide provide for project professionals, you know, or anyone working on projects? What opportunities yep. do they yeah. gain?
1: Well, the first is a recognition that a project professional, I like that term as opposed to a project manager, yeah. can, can deal based on the context of where they're at, understands multiple delivery methods and will choose the best methodology to deliver value to the customer. So you're not just a waterfall project manager. You're not just an agile scrum master. You may be very involved in hybrid mm-hmm. capabilities that uses some of both of those things. And so from that perspective, it broadens your skill set and to be able to identify your skill set to be able to, again, help a company deliver value. Okay. I think the next piece that it it brings is within these performing domains that you understand how scheduling lives through the life cycle. You understand team development through the life cycle, not just at the beginning. Well, planning is another one. You're just not planning at the beginning. You're constantly planning throughout the project, and it reflects that. So it, it gives you a much better... Identified skill set as far as holistic planning. Planning doesn't just happen at the beginning and then doesn't happen throughout. Um, we all know it happens throughout. Uh, actually, I've even found myself planning after the project's been delivered because we got to close things down. <laughs> and <is> <laughs> so it does, yeah,
0: And
1: and I think it also recognizes that even though a project, by definition, has a defined beginning and defined end that there are a lot of activities before that definite beginning and after that definite end that a project um,
0: involves. The pre-project and the post-project activities? Yeah.
1: Well, the project delivers outcomes and capabilities. It doesn't necessarily always deliver a product. For example, we may have organizational change management as the outcome of our project, which is preparing people for a solution. So it looks at those and how do we adopt or adapt whatever the outcome of the project is and be able to implement it. I think we're seeing more focus on benefits. You know, let's make sure that our work can, can drive the benefits. We understand what benefits are being delivered from the outcomes and capabilities of this work effort.
0: Okay. okay. Cool.
1: So those are all critical concepts that I think are also going to be found on the PMP exam.
0: Mm-hmm, right. From what you said just now, uh, it's, I think it means that the, the pinball guide is not only for those preparing for the, the PMP right. exam,
1: right? Oh. Well, I have a good friend, Andy Byrne, who he and I do some teaching together, and he likes to refer to the pimbo guide as the field manual. <laughs> that gives us sort of the outline of what we should be able to do in the context in which to use it, and that's just a reference.
0: Yeah, I, I think everyone that is working on any project or plans to join the project should actually go through the, the PMBOK Guide. It's a very good resource.
1: Yeah. Yes. It's
0: a, a very good one.
1: And PMI will tell you that the PMBOK, your PMP exam was never really based on the PMBOK Guide. Oh, it was you're, right. based, you're It's right. always been based on uh, the testing domains. Uh, the industry, for lack of a better term, kind of ignored that and focused there was more based on the PMBOK guide. But uh, I've been telling people for years, don't think you can pass the PMP exam by memorizing the PMBOK guide. <laughs> it never did work and it won't work in the future. But no, you need no. to understand the concepts and the principles that they're doing. And like that's why I like this exam content outline. Like I so said, you can Google PMP exam content outline. It'll take you right to a download on the PMI website, I think it's like eight pages and um, it's actually a pretty nice outline and back to what we talked about at the beginning as far as a P existing PMP I think if the existing PMP got a good handle on how that exam content outline goes they're going to be much better to explain what a PMP does or a project professional does uh, for the layman
0: okay is there another thing you would love to to share? You know, to project professionals, to non-project managers.
1: <laughs> well, <laughs> to join the project management. it's part of the continuous learning. Again, yeah. you may have a PMP, you know, the certification, mm-hmm. but to keep that current and up to date, you need to get a feel for what are the latest trends and things happening. Yeah. so even if you project you know, certified a PMP in 2018 let's say and things have changed drastically in 2021 you need okay. to be able to bridge what those differences are
0: definitely yeah, yeah. continuous, continuous yeah. learning
1: right. yeah. And, and it's not like PMI is going to be offering another exam or make you retake the exam mm-hmm. No. so um, matter of fact you can't if you're an existing PMP you can't retake the PMP exam <laughs> but again, as a professional, for your skill set, for your resumes, you need to be able to understand and articulate that you understand these concepts of the performing domains, the principles, and maybe even a little bit of that product owner piece. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah you right. <laughs> so uh, really, part of the ways in which people can really continuously learn is by uh, attending webinars. ProjectManagement.com has a lot of webinars.
1: Yes. There's some good webinars out there on ProjectManagement.com. There's some good resources in PMI.org. And there's also some training partners and others that are offering uh, different smaller opportunities to learn some of these different different pieces. And, um, matter of fact, I wouldn't be surprised if you start seeing uh, several... Yeah, you know, the new Pembro guide for existing PMP type webinars and opportunities moving
0: forward. Oh, cool! So
1: your training company,
0: what are you guys doing? You know, this new Pembro guide is out. Are you guys making use of it in the trainings for people that are preparing for the PMP exam?
1: Well, the PMP training has changed a lot in the last couple of years. PMI now has an authorized training partner program, and they provide the materials to do certified PMP training through PMI. So we use their materials. And actually, the way my organization, Project Gorillas, is the name of our group, we actually take the PMP exam in that exam content outline. And we build a master backlog. And so we kind of run it as a project where we take something out of the backlog and focus on that topic instead of just going PowerPoint by PowerPoint by PowerPoint. We try to make it very interactive in conversation. and conversational. We've, and we've had success with it. We've only done it a couple of times. But um, we it's 35 hours of training. And I don't think very many people really have the endurance to sit through 35 hours of PowerPoint and be able to truly walk away with anything other than a sore bottom. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for sure. So um, yeah, that, that, that's where things are going. There's going to be consistent content that, that's offered by PMI that no. all ATPs are gonna, are going to be required to use. Yeah. So, that gives some consistency that everybody gets the same message, the same content. Mm-hmm. But then the value add is gonna be the way the instructors present it and engage the students in the courses. Yeah. Okay. Because we uh, we do the same thing for uh, discipline agile certified Scrum masters. Okay. So we that's uh, that's the other ATP program out there at the moment. Yeah, I was going to ask about other trainings that you offer. <laughs> well. We, we offer ACP training for the certified professional. We offer the Discipline Agile suite. And as they're expanding Discipline Agile offerings, we'll be including those. I don't know if you're aware, but there's going to be coming a certification for a Discipline Agile coach, Value Stream consultant. And there, I've heard talks, there may be some other one, but those two are, are pretty well on the table. We offer a PMP exam. We offer training for the PGMP we offer okay. training for the PBA, the Project Business Analyst, okay. And, um, and of course, the PMP, I don't know, did I miss one there? Discipline Agile, P- P- PMP, PMP, PGMP, PBA. And we we haven't done it yet, but um, an offshoot, especially the PGMP, benefits realization, which Ooh. actually spans all, that, that spans all the certifications. Wow. So we're we're heavily um, engaging qualified in benefits realization.
0: Yeah, that, that sounds great. So,
1: how can people register for your courses online? Um, how about if I get you a link? It, through LinkedIn, we have a well, we offer events through uh, ProjectGorillas.com, okay, and you cool. just go there and you select a training, and we we do a combination of virtual and stand up.
0: Yeah. Okay. And, Okay. Yeah, I'll share your, your link Yeah. In the podcast. Yeah.
1: And you. the other thing we offer in our training is we do offer sample exams and a okay. real good set of flashcards to, to help you study. And then we work through chapters. If the chapter wants to offer some sort of training, we will even help the chapter promote it. We'll do a, a webinar just kind of like we talked about. We've got uh, a
0: yeah
1: meeting presentation on the changes for the PMBOK guide.
0: Yeah, thank you very much for, for your time tonight.
1: Okay, yeah, well, you're welcome, you. and again, thank you for inviting me, and uh, you know, our, our goal in the organization, myself, is to help make better project managers.
0: Right. <laughs> <laughs> okay, yeah, thank you.
1: Too. Yeah, you're welcome. Okay. Thank you very much for coming. Yep, okay. Yeah, next time
0: you'll Join us again for another session, right?
1: Yeah, we'll 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 come up with another session to talk oh, about. Great. I I appreciate you having me. Yeah. Goodbye.
0: Yeah, goodbye. Thanks again for listening to this episode of the Speak Project Management podcast. Join us for another episode next time. Till then, keep speaking project management. Yeah.